And so tonight I want to look at one of the, his, his major, major MOs, modes of operation, on how that people were healed under his ministry. Now don't misunderstand me, there's different avenues, there are different ways uh, that people can be healed. We believe in the supernatural manifestation of miracles, amen? Signs and wonders, amen? Confirming, praise the Lord, that Jesus is alive, and that Jesus is Lord. And that he rose from the dead. Amen. Amen. And so we're going to be looking at the subject tonight. And I'm going to call it hear and be healed. Hear and be healed. So let's look at over at Exodus chapter 15. And we'll begin in verse 26. So Father, we thank you for this good, good congregation here tonight. We pray that we would receive enlightenment from the word of the Lord. And by the spirit of God. And may the anointing of God go forth unhindered in the name of Jesus. And may it lodge deep within the hearts of these men and these women. As they mix faith with the word of God and do it, they shall walk in divine life and they shall walk in divine health all the days of, our li- all the days of their lives. Beloved, I wish or I pray that you would prosper and that you would be in health even as your soul prospers. So I pray for everybody in this congregation tonight. From the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, may your holy anointing saturate every cell of their being. May your spirit of God quicken them in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, we purpose in our heart that we are not just hearers of your word, but we are doers thereof in the name of Jesus. And everybody said amen. In Exodus 15:26, it says, and said, if, so this is conditional, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. That word hearken there means listen to. And then he goes on to say, and will do that was right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes that I will put or literally permit none of these diseases upon thee. For I am the Lord, hallelujah, that I brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. This is a forever word. Hallelujah. You know, when he, uh, when Moses came before uh, Pharaoh, he said, who should I say sent me? He says, you just tell him I am, that I am has sent you. Hallelujah. From the ages of past. And to the current day, and to the eons of, of time to come, He will forever be the great I Am. And no one has a right to take the I Am and make Him I Was. Amen? If He was I Am, He still is I Am. Say with me, He Am, the Lord that healeth me. Now notice with me, For I am what? I am the Lord that healeth thee. What this is literally saying is I am your great physician. I am your physician and I am still making house calls. Your bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So it's good news for you tonight and me tonight. We have a doctor. We have a healer. There's a healer in our house. And there's a healer in this house. And there's an anointing all around us. Say it with me. I have a doctor. I have a healer. 
And with the great physician, there is no such thing as incurable. Amen? If he is the Lord that healeth us, he certainly means that he is. Now notice with me in Psalms 103, and notice with me these verses here. It lists some of the benefits that belong to us by virtue of the new birth. Psalms 103, and verses 1 through 3. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Amen. And so we see then that once we are born again, there's a benefit package for you. Hallelujah. And thank God that we don't have to go to hell. Not going to hell is our number one benefit. Hallelujah. But there's a whole lot more benefits than missing hell. Now, if that was the only benefit that we had available to us, we better take advantage of it. Oh, but there are more benefits to born again believers. Who forgives all the iniquities, who heals all the diseases, who redeems your life from destruction and so on. But let's look at these top two. Read verse 3 with me. Who forgiveth all my iniquities, and he heals all my disease. Hallelujah. He not only has forgiven you all of your sin, he has not only removed it as far as the east is from the west, but he has also chosen not to remember them anymore. Oh, praise God. Now, the devil might remember him, but you know what? You can just resist that rat and put him on the run. Now, notice, he is not only the Lord that healeth our, uh, that, that forgives our iniquities, but he is also the Lord who healeth thy diseases. Amen. He heals all your issues. He heals everything. He heals everything. Just like he forgives everything. Glory to God. You know what? I believe it. And not only that do I believe it, but I receive it. Say with me, I am a believer. And I receive every stinking little issue. Every little attack of the enemy. I receive freedom from that. I receive strength. I receive healing. From the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Say it with me real strong. You are the God who heals me. Now let's look over at Luke chapter 4. And I want us to look at verse 43 and verse 44. Luke the 4th chapter. And we notice verse 43 and verse 34. Praise the Lord. It says here. And he said unto them. I must preach the kingdom of of God to other cities also for therefore have I been sent I must preach the kingdom of God when the kingdom of God is preached and when the kingdom of God is spoken of in the word of God it's also saying that his dominion his kingdom his dominion where his will is preached Where the kingdom is preached, his will is manifested. You know, it could be in the Philippines. When the kingdom of God is preached, the will of God is manifested right there in the Philippines. When the kingdom of God is preached at Heart of the Bay, 
whatever is preached and believed and received and acted upon, His will is manifested. Hallelujah! We'll never see a manifestation of His will to be done in our midst unless, hallelujah, the kingdom of God is preached. Hallelujah! We're kingdom people around here. We're preaching that there is a king, hallelujah, that is alive and well. There is a king that forgives. There's a king that heals. There's a king that redeems. Pray with me real strong now. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We are coming into days, my brothers and sisters, where healing is just going to manifest here, manifest there. I mean, it's just going to be like popcorn popping. How many of you ever popped popcorn before? You know, at first, you know, you put the fire under the bowl or whatever it might be, the pan. Or you put it in the microwave and, and, you know, it takes a while for it to heat up. So you stand there and look at it. Well, and then all of a sudden, you get a little pop. And then in a moment later, you get a pop. And then a pop. And then a pop, pop, pop. The healing power of God is popping. Hallelujah. All around the church. The glory of God is in manifestation. Hallelujah. Pop, 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 pop. Cancer, pop. Arthritis, pop. AIDS, pop. Hepatitis, pop. Migraine, headache, pop, 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 pop. Mm. And I believe we have a bunch here that just believes it. I believe we have a church here that will just receive it. I believe we got a church here that will just expect the goodness of God to be seen in the land of the living. Look at your neighbor and say, go pop, pop, pop. Healing everywhere. Healing everywhere. I mean just like popcorn. Verse 44. And... He preached in the synagogues of Galilee. Sure he did. He preached right there in the synagogues. He stood up right on the Sabbath day and he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. And then he goes down and he lists the things that he was anointed to do. And he said, If you will believe it, this day, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. But they had to hear it. And they had to believe it. And they had to mix faith with what was preached. As I said Sunday morning, without, uh, in Hebrews 4, 2, For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word uh, preached to them did not profit them, because they didn't mix faith with them that heard it. Now notice in verse 1 of chapter 5. Read verse 1 with me, please. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to be healed. Is that what the Bible says? No. 5-1. Luke chapter 5, verse 1. Thank you. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear what? To hear the word of God. I wonder if it is important that we hear the word of God. Like you're doing tonight. Many of you drove through traffic. Many of you went through a large day, a huge day. But you put yourself in a position to hear the Word of God. Amen? Now notice, let's drop right down to verse 12. And this is Bible study, so we can read it together. Read verse 12 with me. Ready? Read. 
And it came to pass, when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus, fell on his face, and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Now I want you to pay particular attention to this man just did not have leprosy. He was full of leprosy. In modern day vernacular, we could say that he was just about dead. He had stage four leprosy. Now, did the leper know that Jesus could heal him? Absolutely. He said, if you're willing, I know you can heal me. So what he wasn't sure about was the master's willingness. Well, the master immediately let him know that he was willing. Because in verse, uh, in verse 12, notice what the, in verse 13, And he put forth his hand and touched him and said unto him, Here's the great I am. The great I am is saying, I will. Be thou clean. And about three weeks later, the leprosy departed from him. No, thank God, this man is just about dead. He's a walking corpse. And the great I am comes along and says, I will. One translation says, of course I will. And if you're wondering whether tonight that the Lord loves you enough to touch you, to take that chronic condition out of your body, I've got a word straight from the throne of heaven. Of course he will. Of course he is your healer. Why wouldn't he heal you? Why wouldn't he lift you? Why would not he bless you? Amen? And he's still saying tonight, at 24800 Hesperian Boulevard in Hayward, California, he's still saying, I will. You will never ever in a million years hear the great I am say, I won't. But Jesus said, I will, and I will do it right now hallelujah verse 13 again he put forth his hand and touched him saying I will be clean immediately the leprosy departed from him so this was not an after while miracle or this was not an after while healing was it and I think somehow in our minds we need to get renewed in our minds and we need to believe God for some immediate things We serve a God of suddenlies and we serve a God of immediatelys. So we do not want to limit him in any way, fashion, or form. I know I don't. And in verse 14, it says, And he charged them to tell no man, but go and show yourself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing according as Moses commanded For a testimony unto them. This is going to speak to them. This is going to be a witness to them. Because once you were a leper and now you're clean. Now notice in verse 15. Let's read this together. You still here? Verse 15. Ready read. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him. And great multitudes came just to be healed. Now, wait a minute. We see these two working together. We see these two working together here. It says here, they came together to hear and be healed by him 
of their infirmities. His fame spread abroad. The people saw the healings. They saw the miracles. They heard him teach. And they went out and say, said, look what the Lord has done. They reported the goodness of God. And they came to him from every quarter. They came from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And when Jesus is magnified, and when Christ the healer is held up, and that men and women will look only unto him for healing, people are going to come to Jesus for health and strength and healing power. Thank you for those weak amens. Glory! Woo! You know, if you just come to a healing service to be healed, there is a potential to be missing it. Hearing is an indispensable part of healing. Say that with me. Hearing is an indispensable part of healing. Just like hearing is an indispensable part for the new birth, so it is that Jesus has chosen to work in the mode of hearing and healing. Of course, that's not the only way that he healed. But you will see, time after time, chapter after chapter, case after case, Jesus spoke of the individual's faith. I said Jesus spoke of the individual's faith. So where then does an individual get faith to be healed? One way they can get it is by hearing. Hallelujah. So I just dropped by to tell you tonight and to encourage you tonight. The divine healing starts with hearing. Now, if this was the only scripture that pointed that out, you know, well, okay. But let's look at another one. The Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Notice in Luke chapter 6, verse 17. In Luke 6, 17, it says, And he came down with them, and he stood in the plain, and the company of his disciples, and a great multitude. Everyone say, great multitude. Great multitude. Now, a multitude is about a thousand. But a great multitude is tens of thousands of people. His fame went out throughout the whole area. Just like really is happening in the United States of America, we believe a great awakening is happening now. So anyway, they came from Judea, Jerusalem, from the seacoast, from Tyre, Sidon, which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Verse 19, read it with me. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue out of him, and he healed them all. That word virtue there is healing power. He was so saturated and anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power that when people touched the hem of his garment, they were made whole. Now, I do believe this, 
that part of what they heard Jesus teach on a regular basis is what he said in Luke 4.18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I am your answer. And if you will have faith, you can activate this healing power. I wonder, can this apply to us today? Is Jesus not the same? Yesterday, today, and forever. You see, there was a realization, I believe, in many of these people's lives that they needed to hear first and then to be healed second. Say it with me, divine healing oftentimes starts with hearing. Now, here's an attitude that can prop up. I have seen this attitude before. I was in an amusement park one time down in Florida, and I got to talking to a preacher. We were getting ready to look at the fireworks. I didn't know him from Adam. He didn't know from me. We started talking about, you know, our associates and who we were kind of hooked up with. And, and I'm not putting this down, but in talking about faith and talking about hearing and healing and faith and so on, he basically said, I've already got those notes. I've got those notes. So, well, great. If you have the notes, what are you doing with the notes? And if you have the notes, are you going over the notes again to make sure that the notes you have on paper are really in your heart and don't get stolen from you? Because a thief is a stealer, right? And so, notice with me, this is so important. Faith doesn't come by having heard. Now, I don't know what buffet you like to go to, but all of us have our favorite buffets. You know, it, it might be, name some of the buffets around. Hometown buffet and, and then uh, something Hofbrau, Harry's Hofbrau, you know. What's that? Golden Corral, another buffet. Okay, so, all right, so let, let's just get the picture. You're, you're at your favorite buffet. It's Sunday after church. The preacher was long-winded. And you are ready to get some vittles, right? So, you know, you go get your little platter or whatever they call it, and you go get your silverware and, and, your, and your little plate, and then you start sliding it down the buffet line. And you see potatoes. Well, no, I had potatoes back in '75. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I need any potatoes. And, and then you go down a little bit further, and you see some nice prime rib. Well, I had, I had prime rib back in the '60s. I, I don't need any more prime rib. A fellow would die like that. And I think that's the problem with a lot of Christians. They're anemic. They're starving spiritually. Because they heard that back in the 90s. They heard that back in the 80s. I don't mean to be unkind. But we must have a fresh relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. We must feed on fresh manna every day. I mean from pastor to the pew. I'm not exempt from feeding on the word of God. As a matter of fact, the scripture says that we can be nourished up in the words of faith. 
And in Matthew 4, 4, you can quote it to me as well as I can quote it to you. Jesus said, let's quote it, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word... Think about the words that come from his mouth. Think about the word, let there be light. A release of power, a release of anointing, and no word that comes out of his mouth today is any less powerful. No word from God is void of power. And that's not only the word that you get in the Bible, but that's the word that you get by the Holy Ghost. How many of you know you can get a rhema word by the Holy Ghost? No word from God is void of power. Mm. I believe this, that if more Christians would get to hearing, the healing would come. And I'm not talking about casually. Well, but Pastor Martin, now wait a minute. I've got to do shopping this afternoon. I don't have time to come to the healing class. I'm going to hurry to be healed. So pray, bro. Well, if you're in a hurry to be healed, then you better be in a hurry to start hearing. Amen. Faith is a powerful force. And God has given every one of you in this place tonight the measure of faith. And this measure can be fed and it can grow and it can be developed. Listen to this statement. When you hear and I hear an anointed word. How many know there's a difference between just reading a bunch of scriptures by rote or listening to preachers that don't really have any anointing on them? I mean, you might as well just sit there and twiddle your thumbs. Because it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. It's not man's intellectual cleverness behind the pulpit and his ability to move a crowd. But when you really hear, and this is why you need to be hearing some of the generals in faith. Some of the generals that have been around and have experienced some seasons of life and they are well seasoned and their fruit remains and it abounds. I still listen to Kenneth E. Hagin. Anybody ever heard of Kenneth E. Hagin? I still listen to Kenneth E. Hagin. And there were times where we would be in an auditorium where Dad Hagin was just reading Scripture. And the anointing fell. It just fell. Those are the kind of people you want to submit yourself to. Somebody says, well, he's in heaven, but his books are here. All sorts of men of God. Hallelujah. Here's the statement. When I hear and you hear, 
an anointed word and embrace it. And receive it. Here's what happens. The force of faith will come into you. And where you were hopeless and ready to give up, something else rises up. Confidence rises up. And once you fell victim to sickness and disease through the anointed word and embracing it and receiving it, now you're a victor. You are a conqueror. And the Spirit of God's rising up within you. I mean, once maybe you were so under it, you were not even... You weren't on the bottom of the barrel. The barrel was on top of you. Maybe there was some depression and, and some oppression and just life. I mean, you know, life can be tough. But if you will choose the life and receive the anointed word, you can get out from under it and you can be on top of it. To where you're 20 foot tall looking down. You know, it's impossible for you or for me to please God without faith. Say this to me. Faith comes from the Word, from the mouth of God, and supernatural power is released. And as I receive it and embrace it, This supernatural power is released in my system. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what you've been facing. Start hearing. And keep hearing. Now look at Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs the fourth chapter. And and notice with me in verse 20 through 23. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Lord. Pray with me. Aha, we pray, we pray that the hunger may rise in all of us. Hunger, hunger, hunger. Ha ha. Mashikolomate. Ah, mosonda. Hungering, Lord. Hungering and thirsting. Masutore deshte. And we pray for our brothers and our sisters that are not here tonight. We pray that there will be a hunger on them. A hunger to reach into the things of God. A hunger to feed on the faithfulness of God. Oh, basside de la boconde. Nishti salanola, mishti le brocomoside le blaviandas. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hunger. Everyone prophesy hunger. hunger. Say with me, I'm hungry. Now, if you're not hungry, just pray to the Lord and say, Lord, make me hungry. Amen. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 yeah. uh, through 23. Familiar verse of Scripture, but don't let it become too familiar. It says in verse uh, 20, My son, attend to what? My words. My words. Incline thine ear 
to my saints. So that has to do with what? Hearing. Verse 21. Let them, my words, not depart from before thine eyes. Keep my words where? So we're seeing a little bit more insight about this hearing tonight, aren't we? He's telling us to pay attention to his word. Verse 22, read that with me. For they, my words, are life unto those that find them and health. What are they? Health to all their flesh. Now, let me give you a quiz tonight. You are well advanced tonight. What does the word health there? Anybody know? Who said that? That was John. You get a red star tonight. Oh, that was you. Okay, yeah. How many of you did not know that the word health to all your flesh, how many of you truthfully did not know that it's medicine to your flesh? So literally, God's word is medicine. Now, stop a minute here. He didn't say it's like medicine. No, he didn't. Did he? No. He didn't say God's word is, is, is like medicine. He said, my word, hallelujah, is medicine. Boy, that'll change the way you view healing scriptures. What are you doing this morning, Pastor Mark? Oil, I'm taking my medicine. Oh, you mean you're you're, you're taking? What's going on? You got something going on physically? Yeah, I got a whole lot going on physically. The Holy Ghost is in me. (laughs) He's quick. Well, what what do you mean now? You're you're taking. Your medicine. Well, since God's word is health to all my flesh, and my flesh and your flesh need all the help it can get. Is that right? It's medicine. It's medicine. It is medicine. Oh my goodness. I don't know, man. That's just. Thank you, Lord. Good news. And he didn't say it's medicine to your soul. Now, certainly the word affects your soul. But he says, in the context of this, let's read it again, verse 22. For they, my words, are what? They're life unto those. Now, is there value in finding the word? Now, I have healing lists, and I have devotions on my iPad, and I pray by the Holy Ghost in the leadership of the Holy Spirit with that. But I do not like just going through a healing list all the time. I think there's value in opening your Bible. There's value in you finding the Scripture. One person recently said this, why is it so valuable? Because you may see some other things as you open your Bible. I think we need to have a love affair with our Bibles. 
Say it with me. God's Word, God's word is life to me. All my flesh. Now, who, it is li- who is it life to? Is it life to people that show up for church once a month? I don't think so. It, 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 God's Word, the capability of it being life to people is there, but if there's no attention given to it, and if there's no finding it, and if there's no priority of the Word as first place and final authority in their lives, well, you've got a bunch of great people and wonderful people, but many times they're falling short. Say it with me, God's Word is medicine to all my flesh, for I attend to it, I find it, and I have ears to hear what he's saying to me. I like one particular translation where it says it's health to all your flesh. One translation says it is real life and radiant health to your flesh. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you tonight just a little bit, okay? Stop focusing so much on the healing part and start focusing more on the hearing part. The healing part is his part. The hearing part is my part. You get that? Focus on the hearing part. Stop trying to make something happen and just let it happen through the Word and through the Holy Ghost. And throw away your watch. Now, I'm not going to preach real long, don't worry. Well, I've got to have this, and I've got to have it now. What you're saying is you don't have it now. And that's unbelief to begin with. I've got to have this, and I've got to have it now. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Dan Hagen used to say this. He said, real faith always ends with a glad confession. It's mine! Say it with me. It's mine. I have it now. You may be blowing your nose and just got the worst report from a doctor, but if you'll just stay in the arena of faith and stay in the arena of trusting your good, good father and saying, thank God it's mine. Raise your hand and say, it's mine. It's mine. I have it now. Now let's talk about natural medicine. Anybody ever taken natural medicine before? Okay, so doctor gives you some pills and he says, okay, take these pills twice a day, uh, two pills a day. Take those pills. And uh, so you, you do that and then uh, it doesn't work immediately, but what that medicine starts doing is starts releasing into your physical body. There's a release of that medicine into your body. And God's medicine... Hallelujah. As you receive the word of God. Charles Capps called it, let's take some gospel pills. Hallelujah. Gospel pills are a sure thing. 
medical doctor's pills will... uh, Well, never mind. So as you receive the word, it releases healing to all your flesh. Yeah, that's right. We've got Nurse Linnell there. And everyone's saying no side effects. Let me ask you, Linnell, can you overdose on the word? Uh-uh. Praise God. Amen. You can't overdose on God's new wine either. He sent his word and what? He sent his word. So the word was there. It probably came forth by a prophetic utterance or maybe it just came forth another way. But he sent his word. And there must have been faith come because it healed them and delivered them. Listen, son of mine, to what I say. Listen carefully. Keep these thoughts ever in mind. Let them penetrate deep within your heart. For they will mean real life for you and radiant health. These words can come into our spirits and it can stop disease in its tracks. So he says, well, I've I've already got this sickness and disease and they say it's in stage three. But the word can stop it. Well, they're giving me three weeks to live. Well, are they God? Are doctors God? You don't want to be ugly to doctors, but we serve a God that's greater than the man of doctor, than the word of doctors. He's the great physician. So here's what you do. If you're dealing with something like that, what you do is get in the word and stop its progression. Stop it. Three weeks will turn into three months. And then you'll have more time to be in good meetings like this and to be under the anointing, have hands laid on you. You'll have more Bible time. You'll have more meditation time. And then you can start reversing things. Oh, hallelujah. Stop it. And then let's see it reverse. Raise your hands and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So be it. Last scripture, Romans 10, verse 17. And so, I, as for one, am going to continue to hear God's word. As long as I have breath in me, I'm going to hear the words of the Christ. In Romans 10, 17... It says, so then faith cometh by what? By hearing. And hearing by the word of God. More literally, word of God is there. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Literally, by the word of the Christ. And how many of you know the word Christ means anointed one? And so faith will come... By these gracious words of the Christ, and the anointing will flow through those words and go into your spirit and release healing power, and you'll see things.